Welcome to the Be Ready Project. Best advice I can give you, be ready. How, 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 you'd say, how do I be ready? It's study. Hello everyone, my name's Leon Key, and welcome to the first episode of the Be Ready Project. I'm super excited to have my co-host here with me, Craig Lambert and Chris Lawrence. How are we going guys? Going good mate, very excited. Oh, I'm super excited, Leon. It's sort of always good to be with quality people, with uh, hopefully with a quality message for uh, for our viewers. All right, boys. So the goal of episode one is to explain why we've started the Be Ready Project and the purpose behind this journey. In a nutshell, the podcast is going to explore the phase of an athlete's life that they don't really want to talk about, which is transitioning from sport into a post-sporting career. Every week, we're going to chat to an athlete that's either currently still playing, transitioning out of their sport or been retired for a number of years, and really get them to share their story, get them to share their experiences, good and bad. And the whole idea is just to create some conversation around transitioning and around what it's like, life after sport. And and hopefully from these conversations, we can learn. No, absolutely, uh, Leon. It's sort of, I've been out of the game now for uh, 20 years um, and uh, I was probably one of the luckier ones. I actually got a chance to go into coaching and development and welfare, but super important in regards to that transition um, and really giving the education of these players in regards to why they're fortunate enough and they work really hard to get to the position of playing professional sport. While they're playing, they have a plan for when they have to exit. So uh, I think it's an incredible... um, uh, way to be able to explain to not just athletes but just people in general that sort of always having a plan B is super important because eventually it, it, it'll end. Yeah, I think you're, you're obviously someone who's in you know the right position to speak about that. And for for a lot of people out there that you know wouldn't know who you are, you know you're very humble and um, you know your football career. So give everyone a bit of background about your actual football career because you played for. How many years you play for? I played for 13 40, years, 40 years, yeah, 13 so um, very nice of you, Laura, to say I'm humble because a couple of times <laughs> when we've had a few beers at the Palace, you've probably said other things about me. Not but, me, um, me old man, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> probably your dad, but uh, no, actually, um, a Melbourne lad from uh, Dandenong, uh, uh, my mum, uh, unfortunately my father, uh, Billy, passed away when I was 19, um, he was 44, he uh, unfortunately passed away of an aneurysm in his, uh, in his sleep, so... Uh, I've got a brother, Mark, who's four years older than me. Uh, I was, we're always uh, crazy AFL fans. We, we grew up barracking for Carlton, going to watch Carlton every, every single week with, with my dad. Um, uh, one of the real few fortunate guys that always really had a drive to actually try and make it at top level. But as we know, Laurel, you'd know more than anyone that um, that journey is quite hard. Um, and it, it, I took some hits along the way in regards to, you know, obviously juniors was very positive for me and then trying to make it to that next level. And uh, I was lucky enough to get an opportunity with, with the Richmond Football Club, which ironically is uh, the greatest rival probably to Carlton Football Club. So you can only imagine my father, who was still alive at that time, me going to Richmond Footy Club. He, he was so proud, but uh, in the back of his mind, I could only imagine he'd begin thinking, why can you, why can you beat the Blues? So... Um, so in 1988, I uh, got an opportunity to play for the Tigers. Um, had six years with them, um, uh, six amazing years. To go to a club with that great culture um, and history uh, was just phenomenal. Kevin Bartlett was my coach. Um, so you yeah, had six years there. Uh, at the end of 1993, um, 
there was a rumour that they were trying to trade me to, uh, to um, Fitzroy, uh, which I thought, I didn't think much of it actually because I'd had a reasonable six years of um, my VFL, AFL career and I, uh, it came to a point where uh, obviously it was true and they were trying to trade me to Fitzroy with uh, Jeff Hogg who was, uh, who was captain at that stage, he's a good mate of mine and, um, and from there I, uh, I put myself in the draft um, hoping to get to a Melbourne club um, Never thinking that, never thinking in a million years would I actually get to uh, the Brisbane Bears. And, um, and, the, and back in the days, because I'm a lot older than you guys, uh, it wasn't done on television, the draft, it was done on the radio. So I had to listen to the radio. Uh, no podcast, no. No just podcast, just the radio. <laughs> just the radio and, uh, and I had to wait till the end where they actually said, well, um, there's a massive shock in the, uh, in the 93, uh, 94 um, March draft and uh, Craig Lambert will be going to Brisbane Bears, which I nearly fell off my chair at, the, at that time. I just got engaged with my, my now wife, Melissa. Um, spent seven years at Brisbane, Brisbane Lions, Brisbane Bears, uh, which was incredible, really. Uh, sort of Robert Walls was our first coach, made some lifelong friends. It was tough early. Um, you know, they were a start-up club that had been around for about 12, 13 years and... Um, but obviously had some amazing memories, retired in 2000 uh, and uh, and then was lucky enough to go into coaching. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you on board, mate, because, you know, we'll speak obviously a lot more about your post-footy career a bit later and the impact you've had, but great to have you on board and some of the experience you can share for um, all athletes out there, you know, not only in both footy codes, but um, all athletes, I suppose. Um, the reason why I probably wanted to get this started is that for me, you know, education, having a purpose outside of footy, it's been a massive part of uh, of my career right from the get-go um you know being 17 years of age still at high school making my debut for the West Tigers in in 2006 um you know I was sort of thrust into the spotlight um wasn't ready for it learned a, few, a lot of hard, harsh lessons straight away in, in that first year but I, I was really important uh, sorry I was really lucky that um my I had a lot of family and, and good people around me that made sure that I focused on study and got through my HSC and didn't throw it all away and I think that sort of stuck with me and then that following year um, got to be able to um, continue on with study and throughout my whole career I, I've had something away from football and I really believe you know, through the ups and downs of my career having something to focus on away from footy has um, helped me have longevity in the game and, and ultimately you know, now coming to the back end, of, back end of my career I feel like it's really set me out well and again you know, not having retired yet um, Hopefully, you know, still got some footy left in me. But I know, regardless, the transition's going to be tough. You know, it doesn't matter when it comes, you know. Um, you know, whether you play 15 years, one year, you know, five years, it cut short of injury. I know it's going to be tough, but I think, hopefully for me, the fact that I've, you know, set myself up well and prepared myself from, from a young age. And um, I suppose at the start, it was initially because I was, you know, told, oh, you never know when your career's going to end. So that was the initial reason for trying to engage with something. Um, but as my career went on, it was more of an outlet from sport. From sport, It wasn't that I did that to, you know, think, okay, next year my career could end. It was more like I need to do this because it's going to clear my head from footy. So um, I just want to try and share my stories. And hopefully we can get a lot of people on here with some different stories, Some, as you said, Leon, some good and bad stories about um, how they dealt with the ups and downs and guys who have retired and, and not retired and, you know, try and impart some wisdom and um, even, you know, I'd love to hear, I can't wait to hear some of the stories of some of the other athletes we're going to get on here because, um, you know, as I said, back into my career, I could, I'm sure, use all the help I can get. Yeah, so super excited about uh, 
kind of this this journey that we're about to go on together, guys. And and, and thank you so much for for joining on with the Be Read Project. It's something that I'm really passionate about. And I know you guys are really passionate about as well. So. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some great stories. And that's what it's all about, sharing stories. I think if we can share stories, uh, we can learn a lot and um, we can some influence some change in some athletes. So stay tuned, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening today. And this is the Be Ready Project. Thank you.